I am so excited to be partnering with Kind. You can take 15% off of a single purchase with the code Sandra when you visit kindsnacks.com through December 31st, 2020. They have so many items on their website. So if you visit kindsnacks.com, you can get either nut bar or a thin or a mini energy bar or a protein bar and get that 15% off of your single purchase. They are doing amazing things through their Kind Foundation. So I'm so excited to be partnering with them. Take advantage of that 15% off today uh, through December 31st, 2020, and enjoy. You're listening to Sweet Bites of Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. Follow on Instagram at Sweet Bites of Sandra and Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. You can also join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sweet Bites of Sandra. Have you ever heard of Audible? Well, I just started my free trial not too long ago, and it is awesome. My library now has The Meaning of Mariah Carey and Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones by James Clear. So my Audible is on point. I know that you can get an Audible trial as well. Just head over to www.audibletrial.com forward slash Sweet Bites with Sandra and check it out. You just never know what you're going to find. Um, They have a browsing section where you find bestsellers and new releases and everything under the sun. So I hope you enjoy it. Take a chance and try Audible today. I am an affiliate, but I believe in what they're doing. So um, take a chance and try Audible and let me know exactly what you're listening to, whether it's a podcast or an audiobook. There's so much to discover on Audible. So enjoy and let me know what you find. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Pipes with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Sandra Colton Medici, and this is episode six of Sweet Bites with Sandra. I'm so excited about today's episode because this one's called Curate the Culture Bite. And I am so excited to talk about these tips that I have for you and ways that you can help yourself make sure that you are staying on trend with your business. There are five tips that are my go-tos. So let's start with number one, moz.com. It's a way to navigate SEO. So really understanding search engine optimization and finding those little nuggets of information that will help you stay on trend. The second is TechCrunch easy to get to techcrunch.com and find out what's happening in the technological space. Number three, leverage your employees and your broader based community. And that means asking your team what they feel is on trend. Don't just go it alone. (laughs) Make sure to ask your team, what are they seeing on their friends' social profiles? What are they seeing as a larger, broader trend that they see could be formulating because they're seeing it in a few different places. Number four, Pantone.com. 
I love Pantone.com. I love color. I love what they do in teaching you how you can navigate design space. And number five, what I actually did for a previous job is actually putting out a daily report. And that is what trends you're seeing on a daily basis and putting that out to your team. You can assign it to somebody who's working for you. You can do it yourself. But putting out the top five things that you see, whether it's on Twitter, what are people talking about? What are the hashtags that are going on right now that are popular? Um, looking at the social space, whether it's on Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram and seeing what is the big, big thing that people are, are buzzing about. And then looking at trade journals as well and seeing what the industry is working on, whatever field that you're in. That report helped people understand, okay, this is what people are talking about today. It could help you to leverage a daily topic so that you're staying current on whatever posts that you're putting out on social media. It could also give you a way to look back and look back at those daily reports of what were people talking about? What was the buzzword that day or that week? Because you might see a trend happening just in your reports that, you know, maybe the top trend for two weeks was Facebook and what they're doing with privacy policies, or maybe the top trend was the election for two weeks, or maybe the top trend was Instagram Live or Instagram Reels or some sort of new technology that came out that made things, you know, different or fun or exciting. So, So you might see when you look back on those daily reports, what was really pinging for multiple days in a row and be able to kind of navigate that moving forward as to how you see the social space and also how you see your business applying some of the things that you learn through all of those things, through the SEO, through color and Pantone, through TechCrunch and TechSpace, and then through your team and your community and where you see from their point of view, how the trends are rolling out and how you're staying on top of them. This is the holiday season, and I am so excited to bring you Course Sweetener, my online course program that takes your expertise and turns it into your very own online course. So go over to my website, www.sandracoltamedici.com, and take advantage of the 50% off price. Yes, I said it, 50% off from now until December 25th. Yes, even on Christmas Day, if you are trying to find something for your loved one and you know that they have so much expertise that they just need to turn into an online course, this is the gift for them. Go over to my website, check it out, Course Sweetener, 50% off from now until December 25th. So let's take a call from one of our listeners. Hi, I'm Kevin from Las Vegas, and I wanted to know what are some sales funnel platforms that you've used and could recommend? Thanks. That is a great question. The sales funnel journey is one that needs to be fine-tuned and refined all the time, but I have three suggestions, and they are listed on my software solutions page on my website, but I'm going to talk about each one. So ClickFunnels is one that I actually used before in previous promotions, and they do offer a lot of tutorials and support and help so that you get the most out of what you're putting out there. So you don't want to just give people a product and say, hey, thanks, you know, 
know, there it is. You want to give them that product and then you want to incentivize them to another product and then you want to upsell them to a different one so that you have some sort of journey for them to be on. And then if they don't want that, you can throw in uh, maybe a lower priced item because maybe they'll ask for something that's similar but not as pricey. Um, So there's different journeys that you can take people on. And obviously, you know, if, if your sales funnel is about money, you want to think about the price point. And then if your journey for your customer as far as your funneling has to do with um, a call to action as far as following you or generating some sort of engagement, that's a different kind. Um, But you can certainly understand the ins and outs of funneling through ClickFunnels. And then there's uh, a few others, Deadline Funnel and uh, Funnelytics. And those have some great information for you. Even if you're just a beginner trying to figure it all out, the support on on those platforms you know, really learn a lot. And so my advice to you, if you are just starting out in the funnel game, <laughs> it's not to be scared. Don't be scared of creating a funnel for your customers to go through. You will fine tune it and refine it all the time. Don't worry about that because you will get good. Every single time you put one together, you will get better and better and better. And After you've created those funnels, you will see what is working and what doesn't, and you'll be able to go in and fix the problems. If you have a question that you would like answered on Sweet Bites with Sandra, the podcast, feel free to call 401-216-5059, leave a voicemail, and you too could be featured on the podcast. Welcome back to Sweet Bites with Sandra. I am so, so pleasantly happy to introduce you to Reggie Casagrande. She is an integrated marketing expert who works in the cultural space. Thank you so much for joining me, Reggie. Thank you for having me. I know that I have so many questions for you, but let's just start with one. Describe, you know, how it feels to launch a brand new brand. Well, I guess it would be kind of similar to birthing a baby in a way. Um, Launching a brand, it takes obviously a lot of commitment and planning and passion, Uh, but it's a very exciting time right now. I think now more than ever, there are so many tools out there for entrepreneurs to be able to launch their brands quite affordably. If you had launched a brand 15 years ago or 10 years ago, you wouldn't have social media tools at your access And even though it's not necessarily free to make content and you you have to keep up with it, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there for young influencers and people that have micro followings to really make an impact, be able to make a living through it. Well, so what do you think is one of the lessons, the biggest lesson, I should say, of of your career? Like, what is one thing that you you wish you had known (laughs) at the very start that you you could go back and tell yourself now, like, do this instead of that? Wow. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because I've worked both across an agency side, I've worked corporate for major multinational companies, and I've worked with very small businesses and also been a small business owner and entrepreneur myself. So, you know, I think working in big corporations, you learn certain things about leadership and also interacting with other people team management, that sort of thing. And I think for me, one of the biggest lessons is you have to be very careful about what you say, um, how you engage. Sometimes it's better to not 
say anything and engage. And for me, that is always hard because I'm an (laughs) outgoing person. Uh But I think over the years, I've definitely learned that I need to think before I speak. Yeah. I think that the chain of command in corporations is a little more, um, you know, you have to do it by the book uh, than in a, right? (laughs) Right. Um, Well, so what do you think is, is one of the most difficult parts of your daily work? So you get up, like, I don't know if you can share with us what you would do on a daily basis. I know that we were talking about you being a surfer earlier today. So that's really exciting. Um, I know that I, I go to the beach just to clear my head, but if you could kind of just walk us through like one of your typical days. And what maybe is the hardest part? Yeah, I think um, right now, obviously, we're in a very disruptive time. There was so much stress uh, and uncertainty going into the election. The civil rights movement is booming right now. The pandemic. Uh, So, you know, I think all of these things have really created a very disruptive presence in people's lives, you know, so I think just staying balanced is really important. I think my life when I worked in a company was very different because it's much more regimented and there are clear deliverables. Now I work um, with clients, so it really depends on kind of what their needs are. It's the schedule is a little bit different. Uh, Our company works quite actively with a lot of companies in APAC in the Asia Pacific region. So we work weird hours, you know? So a lot of times we're taking Zoom calls at eight or nine o'clock at night, or we're taking Zoom calls with the EMEA region in Europe very, very early in the morning. So that's why I kind of like, I try to take a little bit of time in the middle of the day or whenever I have that time to go do something for myself. And that usually has to do with working out or being outside because that's something I'm really passionate about. And, and that gives me that balance that I need. So, you know, and just also the ability to try to stay healthy right now, I think is important. Yeah. I know that everybody's sitting at their computer. So, um, so exactly. So I'm glad that, you know, that's part of your daily life. I think that we all need to get more of that, the fresh air. I know it's getting into some of the colder months, so hopefully we can have some of that. You know, I know that, um, my husband was talking about how so many people have purchased Pelotons (laughs) and, you know, brought the exercise in the trend Uh, item right now. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, so what is your opinion about what really speaks to millennials and Gen Z and and some of the campaigns that maybe you've worked on and have created that really target this new and booming generation and the varied paths that they see themselves in? Because I feel like there's so many things about these two, millennials and Gen Z, that we don't really know what they're sticking with yet. So what have you found through developing campaigns where you're targeting this you know, specific demographic? I think typically youth has always been a very, very sought after demographic for any brand or company. Even if you're selling to older people, you want to lock them in as early as possible, right? So in sports and in fashion and in performance gear, whatever that may be, even electronics, I mean, I guess every single brand I ever work with is really aiming for that demographic. And they're slightly different, you know, um, just because each generation has their own characteristics. But Gen Z is kind of very unique because they've come 
They've kind of come of age as digital natives. You know, they have very interesting communication preferences. Uh, like, for example, they never speak on the phone. They're very much um, speaking in texts and, and also speaking in different apps and things like that, whereas millennials weren't quite that extreme. Gen Z also um, much more socially active, much more focused on the community and a, a group of uh, the group, right? Whereas millennials are a little bit more me, me, me. So there's definitely distinct differences there. I think they're both digitally centric and mobily centric generations. So I think that, you know, the way that you communicate, where you're communicating is very important. I always feel that when you're communicating digitally, simple is best. We actually had a, a funny study at Adidas years ago where we were creating communication tools for retail and digital experiences to sort of manipulate the consumer journey. And during that research, we found out that the average person reads at a 10th grade or below level. That's higher than I actually thought. I thought it was more at like the eighth grade. <laughs> it could even be worse, you know? Um, and I think that also has to do with like a globalized, uh, you know, economy where you have people who speak different languages with different educational backgrounds. But, you know, I think it also has to do with attention spans. So just that idea of sort of simple as best, non-complicated language, all of these things really need to come in play when you're creating some kind of messaging about your brand or product that you want to sell. And, and engage the consumer. Well, so you mentioned Adidas. So let's break out your resume a little bit because you've, you've had such a stellar experience. And I don't know if it's been amazing while you've been on the journey, but it looks amazing on paper. So when you have worked with Adidas and Nike and Converse, which Converse was just in the news, um, I think- Well, with, we have to thank Kamala Harris for all that right now because she is a big fan of the Chuck 70s. So Yes, <laughs> So when you think of all of the, the work that you've done kind of in that space, these are very youth oriented. These are very, you know, culturally active as far as the messaging that they put forward is not one of a 60 year old. It's it's and even if a 60 year old is wearing Converse, they're they're sending the message that they are youthful with those particular brands. So what is it that maybe drew you to working with those types of brands and also making sure that the messaging that you're putting out is constantly updated because not every generation like we were talking about is the same, but the brands have to keep up with that. So how, how does one keep up with that and what attracted you to working with those brands? So basically what I specialize in is cult what I call cultural marketing. And what that means is helping brands stay culturally relevant. And that is much more important now through digital transformation and the digital acceleration, right? Because there's just so much noise out there. I mean, during the pandemic, we've seen a consumer spike of 700% digital acceleration to e-com and digital. That basically what it would have taken 10 years happened in six months. So for a company and a brand and even a person, even like individuals who have to brand themselves to get jobs or whatever they're doing, it is extremely important to be culturally irrelevant. And how do you do that? Well, you can do that a lot of ways. You know, one of the ways that you do that is through strategic partnerships. One of the ways is you really have to know your consumer or your target. If your target is in, in you're an individual person and you're looking for a job, you really have to know your market and what they're looking for 
more and be able to supply that that skill set or whatever it is. And if you're a company, you need to really be able to connect to that consumer. And I think what happened the last decade is, and this was all kind of part of the digital transformation, is you saw brands that were typically going after youth and and you know sports brands have always kind of gone after youth right because youth is where the biggest market is you know that's where the most amount of people that do sports and you also as a brand you want to lock in your consumer early for brand loyalty and they will likely be loyal to you for the rest of their life so that's really that's typical of any brand whether that's soft drinks beats by dre nike whoever that is you know What's interesting is is during this whole period of transformation, what you've seen happen is you've seen this new part of marketing come around called energy marketing. It's also referred to as hype marketing, scarcity marketing. It's also referred to as high touch marketing. And it's a little bit of all those things, right? So at Nike, you call it energy. It's basically having limited amounts of product selling through and selling out as quickly as possible to create demand. So typically when you're marketing a regular product for a regular traditional company, you want to make sure you have a lot of product out there so that it's always available. But the thing is with the youth consumer, they don't want what everyone else wants. No. <laughs> they want what's hot. Yeah. And then they're moving on to the next thing because of that short attention span. So and and a lot of that is also fueled by social media and photography and you know fashion and trend and all that. So the idea is more drops coming to market and what that has created now for at least for the fashion business or the apparel and footwear business which is a multi-billion dollar business is what's called the drop model and that means that your products don't sit in the marketplace for very long they come on a regular basis very quickly and it's because the consumer craves newness and you seeing a complete transformation in the industry a lot of brands are moving away from the wholesale model they're moving away from retail they're all moving towards a d2c which is direct to consumer model where they can control the flow of product in the market and they can control their marketing and their branding and everything and make more money their margins are much higher that way so that's kind of what you see happening. And then back to kind of this youth culture component of these brands is um, they realize that by connecting to youth through hip-hop artists, actors, designers like Virgil Abloh or J.W. Anderson or whoever they might be, connecting to artists like uh, Daniel Arsham or Sarah Morris, whoever these cultural figures are, they give the brand relevancy. Right. Because they attach a community to the brand that elevates the brand. So in terms of my role at Converse, where I worked in entertainment and influencer marketing, our goal was to, to leverage culture, which came across a lot of different pillars, to elevate and, and, and energize the brand. And that's what you see happening in every industry right now. Um, we work with Maserati, which is one of our car clients, and they are doing that too. You see Porsche doing collaborations. Virgil just did a collaboration with a Mercedes a few months back. You see it happening with hotels being designed by influencers. I mean, it's incredible the way that it that that model, that sort of marketing model, if you will, has really transcended all industries. 
we have a couple beverage clients that are doing that now. It's very adaptable because there is kind of a relevant person or an influencer for every single niche. For example, you came kind of out of the dance world and dance is, by the way, super hot right now. I mean, it always <laughs> has been, but yeah. brands are definitely like dance, dance, dance. If a brand wanted to integrate into a dance community, they would leverage influencers within that world. And you know what I'm saying? And that's how they would then have that authenticity to appear in that world. And I think that's kind of a key word that's very important. I think one of your questions was also like, what's the most important thing with all these campaigns with young people? And one of those words is authenticity, really, is, is does it make sense Does the partnership feel natural? Is it something that just feels kind of paid for and shady? Because the consumer's smart. You know, they know. They sniff it out for sure. (laughs) They can sniff it out in a second. And brands now know that. And and also the fact that, you know, they will get called out on social media and hated upon. So brands now know that they, you know, they can't just say, well, we're sustainable. They have to prove it and have the right alliances and whatnot to really walk the walk and not just talk the talk. Right. Well, so I, I mean, you mentioned so much, I hope people are just really listening to this because (laughs) take this to heart, but you mentioned the whole scarcity kind of model. And, you know, I think it was in the news about the Supreme purchase uh, through Vans. So BF just bought Supreme. For like billions, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. That was very exciting. Exactly. And so like that model, you know, that particular brand, I mean, is like the poster child for, you know, the scarcity model. I've, I, every time I pass a Supreme store, there is a line at the door because there's 10 shoes or, or whatever, or 10 t-shirts. So I think that that is super relevant for everyone to kind of take in. Thank you so much for joining me on Sweet Bites with Sandra. <laughs> Happy to join. Thank you for having me. Thanks. So I want to tell a story for this episode about when I was pregnant with my first daughter. I had her in August of 2017. I feel like it's forever ago. She's three now. And her name is Julia. And after I had her, I was, you know, looking for some things to do. And um, my friend had a class for moms and new babies. And it was part of her workout routine for herself to get back into shape after being pregnant. And so I I went and I took one class and she called me and she said, hey, do you want to be in this dance video for moms and their babies? And I said, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I want to be in that, but um, okay, okay, fine. Sure. I'll be in that. Okay. So I went and it was the best experience ever. But the one thing that I completely forgot about was because I was a new mom, obviously, um, is that babies only have a certain span of attention and then they sleep. <laughs> so, so all of the moms in the room, I think there was four of us that were in this um, dance video for babies and moms together. And so at some point, you know, people were with their kid in their carrier and, uh, and they were asleep. And so it's just one of those things where you just go with the flow. I have this picture of all of us moms that we got after the class that I took. And it just was so much fun because we were all in the same place with our babies, you know, some were older, some were younger, but we were, we were all new to the mom game and it was frightening and terrifying. And all together, I feel like 
it helped me, at least at that point in my life, get to the next place, which was being okay with taking my daughter places in the carrier and not just wanting to shield her at home and feel like you, you know, you could get back to doing, you know, regular things like going to the grocery store and getting out of the house and all of that, because you go through this nesting phase of like just being in the house. And I feel like in, in 2020, I almost feel like I went back to that because my other daughter, Chloe, she just turned one year old and feel like during the quarantine, we were back in this nesting phase. And so, you know, in 2021, I hope that we're all out there and doing stuff and getting back to, you know, doing things with our families. And for me, I just wanted to share that story because as a new mom, I was so scared. I was so scared and I was so overjoyed that somebody wanted me to share my new mominess <laughs> on camera <laughs> with a workout video, my goodness. But you just never know what's gonna happen. And so it was just so funny that during that workout video recording, that almost every single one of the little babies went to sleep. And so it was just really us working out again and just trying to support our children the best way possible. And so I just wanted to share that with you because, you know, I know that there are a lot of entrepreneurs who are either new parents or single moms or single dads who are really just trying to make the most of what they do and their expertise and get to the next place, not just for them, but for their kids. And I get it. And I get you. And if that's you, I just want to send you a big, you know, audio hug, (laughs) virtual hug, however you'd say that, because I get it and I get you. And we're all in that place of just trying to be better and get to the next point. And if you're not a new parent or if you're not um, somebody who has kids, maybe this business that you are working on right now, it's your baby. So I send you a virtual audio hug as well. (laughs) And I do know that it's a struggle just to get things done these days. Um, So if you don't have a business and you are working for someone else and you're just tuning in for digital tips, for digital business strategy, and you're looking for that thing that is your passion or trying to refine it or pivot to something else, I send you a virtual hug too, because everybody is going through it. And I'm just here to hopefully take a few minutes of your day that will take away, you know, something that you might have learned or never knew, but also be a distraction from, you know, maybe some of the stressful things that you might be going through as well. So I hope that you have a great, great rest of your day, but I'm not done. What are we talking about for extra bite? Yes, I always have a sweet reward for you. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. New Year's is around the corner, and for most people, that means New Year's resolutions, dun dun dun, (laughs) usually is a time where we get all motivated and excited to make positive changes in our lives. We tell ourselves, I'm going to work out more than I pig out, I'm going to drink more water than alcohol, or eat more veggies than candies, and for most of us, those commitments they just don't stick. My girls, Furley Prado and Alex K over at Team 3XT, they know this all too well. This is why they have created an online studio you will love and stick to, backed up by a community that has compassion and accomplishments alike. 
These ladies have performed with nearly every major artist in the industry and designed their classes to ignite your inner star. Through several genres of exercise and dance, they deliver entertaining, creative, engaging, and transformational experiences that inspire you to move and live with purpose. For them, it's not about short-term promises, but life-changing choices. They understand the formula that turns motivation into inspiration. Scientific truths plus simple and passionate application plus entertainment equal a system that you can get hooked on. Right now, you get to try it for free for seven days. If you're intimidated by dance, want to take your TikToks to another level, or just switch up your routine, try Studio 3XT today free for seven days. You can customize the style, time, and type of workouts you want to achieve your goals. Go to team3xt.com. Take advantage of this offer and see if this is exactly what you need to take your New Year's resolution into new living. On Extra Bite, I also talk about a sweet reward, and we were talking about dessert pizza with my husband and I. And he thought I meant having pizza for dessert. So I was looking up all these different pizza places and I saw one that actually had dessert featuring Cinnabon. So now the story started with dessert pizza and then ended up with pizza as dessert, but then shifted to eating Cinnabon at Pizza Hut. (laughs) So I know that is a long through line, but it reminded me I haven't had a Cinnabon in so long. And so I had another shipment arrive at my door because I ordered Cinnabon from Harry and David. Now you can do the same thing for the holiday season. I know that it's most, my most favorite thing is to wake up in the morning, Christmas morning and not have to cook a huge breakfast because my kids are going to wake up like at six o'clock in the morning. And the best thing to do is make a Cinnabon mini bun or whatever it is that is your favorite Cinnabon that you can order from Harry and David and just enjoy it while other people are unwrapping gifts or just in the middle of you unwrapping gifts or just having it with your coffee so that you can relax on the holiday morning. That is the most favorite thing for me to do. Now, having said that, (laughs) I told you in a few of my episodes on Extra Bite that I'm not the best baker. So these are the types of things that I love to have just arrive at my doorstep because it's kind of like a one-stop shop. So if you're like me, and you don't know anything about baking really, meaning like my husband said to me that I needed to be on the Worst Chef in America show because I'm that I'm that girl, which is not true, but <laughs> he thinks it is. But I'm not sure if he just thinks that because he's French and so he, he has a little, I don't know, is that like ingrained to the French DNA? I'm not sure, but it is for him because he's a pretty good cook. So I have to say that uh, these were one of the things that I look forward to because they are one-stop shop. So I hope that you enjoy my little behind the scenes of baking some Harry and David Cinnabon mini buns. And you can also enter to win a $25 gift certificate to Harry and David to enjoy for the holidays. So make sure you tag me at Sandra Colton Medici, tag 
at Dr. Sandra Colton Medici. And then make sure you include the hashtags, Harry and David, hashtag Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast, and also hashtag Cinnabon. <laughs> so that is it for me. And so all I have to say is make sure you go over to the extra bite to listen to Lena Punks and her mix. Watch the episode of our interview. Enter to win the gift certificate to Harry and David and make sure that you sign up, subscribe, and also check out the other episodes. If you haven't already, go back and listen to the premiere episode all the way through episode six. And I'll see you on the next one. Are you still here? (laughs) Okay. Skedaddle. (laughs) Scram. (laughs) I know. I'm just being silly now, but... I love you guys for tuning in. So I'll talk to you later. Bye. Are you looking for a webinar platform that really has your back? For me, I do a lot of webinars and I do a lot of lecturing and speaking. And and I really feel like I need something that's simple. I don't need something that's complicated. I want something that's able to take my message, distribute it, have a live option, but also be able to automate. For me, Webinar Ninja does the trick. And I definitely highly recommend it for you too. So if you're looking for a webinar platform, check out Webinar Ninja on my software solutions page. Just go to www.sandracoltonmedici.com forward slash software dash solutions. You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Colton Medici. Follow on Instagram at Sweet Bites with Sandra and Dr. Sandra Colton Medici. You can also join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sweet Bites with Sandra. Tune in every Thursday to satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth with me, Sandra Colton Medici, on Sweet Bites with Sandra. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at sandracoltamedici.com. Include in the subject line, be a sponsor.